0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Today, folks, we got some cool shit we're going to be talking about. And quite often, we're always looking for the next lead generation tool, whether it's some kind of shiny object or some super-duper email autoresponder. And what we're going to do today is really go back to the basics of relationship building just through having personal relationships, our guest today has recently sold the highest selling price in all of uh, Salt Lake City at thirty two point five million, and we're going to ask him a little bit about that. But um, this dude's thirty six years old. He sold over two thousand houses, and he didn't do it buying leads, cold calling, or knocking on a bunch of doors and getting chased about you know annoying people that don't even know who the hell he is. He did it by nurturing and maintaining relationships, having parties, and being very social on social. In other words, I'm pretty sure without even. Asking him this question yet? Every single person he knows knows what the hell he does because of that. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest. What's up, buddy? How are you? It's good, man. Appreciate you <laughs> having me on. Yeah, yeah. appreciate We, it. Had, we had like four or five uh, intros to this uh, show here, <laughs> and then we finally got this right. We're having some Wi Fi technical difficulties. But, uh, Jimmy, this is Jimmy Rex, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, and let's get right on in this interview because I'm excited.
1: Yeah, so now I just turned 38 and been in the business since I was 20. You're old. I know, I'm getting up there. So I, <laughs> when you're a kid, 38-year-olds are so old. I feel like a kid still. But yeah, I've been in the business 15 years. And since 2010, I've built my entire business around networking, social media, client events, charity events, and going on vacation with friends and clients. And so... Uh, this year, my team. There's only five of us. I have four agents, me and three others, and then one admin. And we'll do 285 deals this year. I'm the my team's the top team here in my county here in Salt Lake City, Utah. So. Uh, it's been fun, man. We uh, we have a blast. I've been on vacation 110 days so far in 2019. I'm actually headed out of town again on Saturday. I'm going to go swim with uh, great white sharks in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So uh, this might be my <laughs> you're last. Just,
0: so you, you know what you are? You're, you're the guy that everyone gets into real estate to be like. You know, everyone's like, oh my god, you gonna you work for your own your own career and you could choose your own hours. And then once we get into this business, we quite often see that that's not quite the case. Because most of the business revolves around a consistency, being able to attract business on that level. But let me just, you folks, write this down really fast. This dude has five agents on his team. And how many deals are you going to do this year?
1: 285. Four agents have actually produced.
0: Four agents that produced 285 closed transactions. And just so we're on the same page here and everybody's on the same um, wavelengths, this is like all referral based. What's the percentage of how much this business is warm or attracted to you versus like
1: bought or purchased? So, zero is cold calling, zero is door knocking. This has all been through word of mouth, SOI, SOI referral. Since 2010, I made a big shift in my business. I used to do a lot of for sale by owners, and um, I just got burned out and realized that I wanted to build my life the way I wanted it. And then I would build real estate to fit into that life. And that's when I kind of went to this new system that I've used since then.
0: And what was the difference? So you tell me 2010, this is like, folks, this is like the middle of the doom and groom time frame. You know, 2010 sales, REO, foreclosures.
1: Um, Tell me how. Well, so 2008, I listed 187 for sale by owners. I was on the phones, Mike Ferry 101, just pounding phones all day. I got really good at it. But it was so depressing because so many of these sellers couldn't sell. So of the 187 that I listed, I think I sold like 15 or 16 of them and I got burned out. I was done. And I sat down with my real estate coach, Bill Pipe. Some of you guys might know who that is. He's a very well-known coach in the industry. But we literally sat down and we looked at where all my business was coming from. He said, dude, we just need to make a list of who you know in the community that has money and let's go sell them investments. And so we literally made up this entire strategy, how I was going to start attracting all these people to me. And that next year I went from like, you know, I was number one in my office in 2008 with like 35 sales, but I mean, it was paycheck to paycheck. And the next year, I think we doubled it like 70, you know, and then every year it just kept going up since then. And what we essentially, the whole idea of it is, if I give enough value in everything that I do, if I just value, 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 and become that agent that's doing that, and I'll attract to me all the business and all of the buyers and sellers. And so that's what I've done since then through, again, just giving value everywhere I can. Through client parties once a month, I join some huge charities and do a lot of events for them. I've raised a couple million bucks for different charities. I go on vacations, giant vacations with big groups of people at a time. Like the shark thing I'm doing this weekend, there's 20 of us going and some big influencers in my community. So, like, I do those things strategically all the time. And then we do, like, a couple times a week we'll go out, you know, we'll get groups together. And then I'm always showing my expertise, doing things so that people, they want to work with someone they trust. And that, they, and, and that means they trust that you won't screw them. They trust that you're an honest person so they know you. And then they, they trust that knows what they're doing. And so my track record speaks for itself on that. And that's where, you know, social media is so powerful because you have a billboard, you have a reality show that's yours every day with Instagram stories that you can show people exactly why you're the best person for the job. And so I don't have to go chase down deals. I just show everybody this is the obvious best option. And plus we're friends, plus we're already doing all this other stuff together. Of course, I'm the logical choice for your real estate.
0: Dude, that is um, awesome, man. That's exactly how I started in the same way, same path. I was always like, it was so hard for me to have a girlfriend early on in my career because I was always so involved in like, I had to be everywhere all the time. So like I would have FOMO every fucking weekend literally. And I'd be like, no, I have to be there. That person's going to be there. Folks. This is awesome. I love this
1: topic. When I always say it's not so much a strategy as it is a way of life. Like you choose to live in a way where you're going to be able to real estate. If I die tomorrow, I like to think it'll be the 10th thing that they list on my obituary because it's just a part of what I do. Dude, to do
0: Dude if you die tomorrow, you probably have a keg at your funeral. let be honest. And <laughs> honestly, honestly, everybody would fucking show up to it too. This is great folks. Let me break down for our, for our listeners a little bit for you guys that are just riding there on their treadmill, thinking about where you're going to make ends meet next month. The truth is, is like you're, you're right. This is 100% relationship-based. That type of connection that you're forming with these individuals in your community is unpenetratable to a Zillow offers, to any of these other flat fee brokerages. Because at the end of the day, Jimmy understands the connection of a relationship that they have one-on-one. And there's nothing more powerful than that. Go ahead.
1: Well, let me give you an example real quick. The deal I was telling you about that just sold for $32.5 million, the most expensive residential home ever sold in the state of Utah by double. And my buddy bought it. And he owns a company called Nikola Motors. He was just on Forbes. He was the newest billionaire. And he found the deal. He did it all, negotiated it, even negotiated my commission, everything, the whole bit. And it was funny because when he, we were under contract, I said to him, I said, Hey man, I hope that you uh, used me on this deal because I was the best agent and you knew I'd be able to help you get the deal through. And he looked at me and he's kind of one of those guys that's just straight to the point kind of guy. And he goes, no, that was a gift. He goes, we've been best friends for 10 years. You've always believed in me and you invested in my company five years ago. He goes, I could have had any idiot agent do that for 20 grand. And I just laughed. I was like, Got it. Okay. You know, and so, I mean, that guy I met at a lake houseboat party 10 years ago, and we solidified our friendship as close friends in Hawaii on his birthday trip with 35 buddies, 35 friends out there in Hawaii. And so that's what I mean when I say like, I've legitimately strategically been able to build this life that's a super fun to live, but you really do. I'm not worried about iBuyers and tech and Zillow buys and all these other leads because my clients simply are going to use me because of the relationship first. And they want to be a part of everything else we have going on.
0: Well, you became the Ritz to them of your real estate business.
1: Yeah. If you go into a random city uh, and you show up last minute, there's a good chance the Ritz Carlton will be sold out, but the Motel 6 will have rooms open. People will always pay for an experience. And if you become a person that creates great experiences for others in their lives, they'll come to you. They don't mind paying for that as long as they get that experience from you. Yep. I love it. A lot of us, though, today want to
0: hide behind our keyboards or hide behind our telephones and not have these conversations with people. Like, I remember, and folks, for you, those that are listening at home, there's one person in your market right now that you just despise. I don't know if it's for you, if it's that other agent, you're like, this fucking douchebag, or you're like, I hate this chick. She's such a bitch. Whatever it may be, you don't really hate those people. We're just envious of them. We're jealous of them. But at the end of the day, the only difference between them and you, folks, is that they're just more popular than you are. They have more friends than you do. Nine times out of 10. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, and a lot of times, whenever we dislike somebody, it's important to put a mirror on that person and find out what it is you don't like because usually it's something about them that you wish you had more of yes. or something about yourself you don't like that you see in them.
0: Totally. No, that's exactly right. And a lot of times, like, and here's the thing that drives me nuts the most when, uh, um, like, so for how many of you guys that are listening right now that have had a friend, family member, maybe it was a past classmate, College friend, whatever, they bought or sold a house without you. You decide that you learned about that on Facebook. Well, it's not their job to remember what the hell you do for a living. It's your job to consistently nurture and maintain that relationship because, sorry, your friends and your family don't think about you all the time, which is why you always have to be working on those relationships. I remember, um, you know, when I was in production, I used to get pissed off at my lender all the time, right? Like, I'd be like, God, this guy sucks. He was always taking, taking, taking. He takes everything. I give this guy 10, 20 referrals a month. The guy's just, just winning all the time. And I was like, bro, when are you going to start scratching my back? This is not a reciprocal relationship. But every two months, three months, he would take me to a bears game or a bulls game or a blackhawks game. And we we're friends since we were in high school. Like we get boys from a long time ago, but every single time he did my relationship with him was built right back, built intact. And I, and I just felt closer to him only because we had that belly to belly conversation. And I yeah. bet you if, let's go through. Um, so Jimmy's claim here is that he's a socialite. He's putting himself at the center of attention, whether it's your client parties he's having, whether it's your charities, yeah, maybe you're sponsoring or you're, you're hosting fundraisers for yourself. Walk us through how many of these social events you're doing on a monthly, or just do it on your
1: annual basis. Let's break. Yeah, so I, minimum, I want to have one big event per month. And what I realized when I was younger in the business, I had a couple of people on my team and I couldn't get them to call their SOI. I couldn't get them to call their family and friends and ask for business and they were just uncomfortable making that call. I wasn't, but even I kind of felt like, oh, I got to make that call again. And so what I, I think I, I know where you're going. Yeah. So I decided, I said, you know what, I'm going to start creating like actual events I want to be at. Then it's a very warm call. So now I throw a monthly party or a monthly event. So I have one on Wednesday night. We rented out this place that has corn maize, hay rides, free pumpkins. We're giving hot Choc chocolate and donuts. You know, it's like a petting zoo. We'll do that on Wednesday night. And then next month on November 30th, I'm doing a charity black tie gala for this charity. I'm a part of called Operation Underground Railroad. It's a charity that goes and rescues kids that are being sex trafficked. And I've been able to partner with the attorney general, with um, Rudy Gobert, the star of the Utah Jazz, co-hosted this with me two years ago. So I've set up every month. And then, you know, in January, I've rented out a comedy club with a top stand-up comedian. I've had Nate Bargazzi and uh, Ryan Hamilton just every couple months I'll do this or else I'll do a good movie that's coming out, you know, but I like to do events where people know that it's VIP to be there. If somebody comes to an event to do you a favor, then you've screwed up the event. So my event, like my Easter egg hunt, instead of just doing some random hunt, I had my buddy who has a helicopter. He comes and he drops eggs on everybody and prizes and give out all this fun stuff. And just, I make everything overdone. And so I always say like, however many you can afford to do, do that many, but, always anything we're doing is worth overdoing and so i do one a month because that gives me a chance to call four to six hundred of my soi every single month and i'm calling these people and i'm inviting them to the event but what i'm following up with is hey by the way how's the house you guys buying any yes. investment properties this year 100%. You know? and so it's a very warm call they love to get the call from me in fact i'm getting and then i use social media a lot now too i get about 40 percent of my conversations start from instagram And from, you know, I get a lot of of my investor clients from Facebook Live because I'll do, I'll break down an investment deal or break down the market and I'll get 10, 15 new leads from that. And so I'm simply using these platforms to reach the masses. You know, you can send out text messages that go to 500 people now that are personalized. And you can start these conversations. Whereas opposed back in the day, I had to make forty or fifty for sale by owner calls to get one or two good leads. If I post something on my Instagram story about my party Wednesday, I'll get five or six people that are seeing like Jimmy Real Estate Real Estate Party reaching out or starting dialogue. Now I've got new clients, I'm working with new people. So I always have, you know, as much business as I can take at a time. And we can see this wall behind me, that's where I do all my deals. The middle ones, the ones in our contract. I think we have. 50 deals in our contract right now. I mean, we're staying busy all day, just taking care of these people. And that opens up that 15 to 20 hours a week I was doing lead generation
0: to. How many uh, people are coming to these events?
1: So the certain events are invite only. The movie theaters, the comedy clubs, there's a limited number of seats. Those are usually about 300 or 500. But my Easter egg hunt, I do a big one, um, like the Halloween party. My I do my biggest one is July 4th party every year. I do a big fireworks show. And I hired the guys. It's the biggest private show in the whole state. Everyone knows that. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm dropping 30, 40 grand on a fireworks show now, but I get all my sponsors to pay for it and my vendors to help me pay for it. So I really dropped like eight grand, you know, but I had over 5,000 people this year. Just my real estate team of four agents, we had over 5,000 people.
0: So check this out, guys. There's a couple of nuggets that uh, he dropped. I'm going to review them with you real fast. First off, he said is that you're right. It sucks calling your SOI and be like, hey, you don't want to buy or sell because it's so self-serving. Right. The only fucking reason I liked having client parties was to invite them to the party. As a matter of fact, that's how we built our database every quarter. Yeah. Right? We always wanted to keep building it. And you're right. The only thing that you could ask someone to come to that's not so self-serving is a party because then they're like, oh, what are you having a party for? Like, oh, it's for our real estate company, which just subliminally so reminds you of real estate. Yeah, you should come with it. Dude, it's nothing to do about business. Let's just have a couple of drinks or it's an Easter egg hunt. Bring the kids. You probably don't know what to do with them on Saturday, anyways, because you have them this week. So who cares? Right. But that is 100%. The second thing I got out of this, guys, was that the marketing of the event itself becomes the branding of your business because there's so many different touches that come out. So I'm sure that Jimmy's like sending a video email. He's posting on social. They're doing personal texts. Everyone's calling days out and there's a lead up to it. And he's doing that every fucking month, every 30 days. So what's really happening is you're probably touching your database 10 to 15 times a month, meaning you're everywhere all the time. and They can't get you out of your head.
1: That's correct. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what people literally think. Oh, Jimmy, I literally think there's three of you. I don't know how the hell you're everywhere at one time. I, they say that I'm omnipresent. That's the joke everyone says, right? This dude is freaking everywhere. Yeah, I'm really not. I just do a good job of making sure that I get seen everywhere. By That's, my...
0: dude, you're fighting for attention
1: all day. But there's so much out there now. There's so many ways. Like, you know, my podcast, I have a podcast I started two and a half years ago, 170 episodes in now. And I interviewed the who's who of Utah. Um, the reason I did that was to set up the best network and be Every single episode, I get to talk about real estate. I have over 10,000 listeners on every episode now. Some of them have gone into six figures. And that's my personal radio show of the exact audience I want to attract. So every single week, I get to put out a new episode and just hit all my people. And I can hit them from so many angles that I don't have to spend this time cold calling and knocking doors, which is stuff I just hated doing. I want to be able to travel. And I can't travel if I got to be on the phones on doors. So that's why I set it up that way
0: totally. I like the once a month, uh, touches. That's really good. We did yeah. four years, like every quarter. And I thought that was a lot, but I sort of am really liking the, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. By far I've had, I've had X amount of guests on the show. I'm going to say that the info you just gave was probably the most valuable out of all of them because of that very reason. It's like, and you, it's funny that you say, because I'm having so many memories of my own, like start with my team. They can't do, this is the only thing that every single agent in the country can do. Yes. The only thing every agent in the country can do. Not all of you guys are going to be good at tech because you don't understand it. Not all of you guys are good at follow up or cold calling because you're too damn scared. Not all you guys are good at this. But the one thing that every agent has over the other agent is in relationship with your own existing sphere of influence. Because every single person's a client. What drives me nuts is that we only tend to market our business to past clients. I'm like, bro, your past clients is your best friend. It's your fraternity brothers. It's your sorority sisters. It's your neighbors, it's your aunts, it's your uncle, because all these people live somewhere. And when Jimmy has these parties, it makes sense the numbers he's doing. I bet you if we were to equate this out, 10 to 15% of the people that show up to these events, three to
1: 500 people are fucking moving this year. Yep. 100% of them have a referral. You don't have to be a socialite to do this either. My brother, Dale, who's on my team, so he'll make 400,000 bucks this year. Um, is a, you know, and he works 35 hours a week. But what we do is we throw these events, and he hates talking to people. I have to pull him out of the car for half the event. But what we do is he just invites all these people. There's a park by his house. So I move the Easter egg hunt to his house. All of his neighbors, the guy's been living there for six months, and every one of them wants to know who's this guy dropping Easter eggs out of the helicopter. Next thing you know, he's got another 10 or 15 clients at his doorstep, just like, dude, you're our guy, of course. You know, and every single month, he's closing four to five deals simply by inviting people to the parties that we're already throwing. And it's not like we're, you have to be Mr. Social at the party. Like you said, the entire value is the lead up, the call. It's the uncomfortable call you didn't want to make is now super comfortable and you're creating value. So of course they want to take your call and of course they want to do business. with
0: you. And I, I like that because it's like, it's the urgency to the next invite for the party. So it's like, if you're not there, you're not cool. Are you doing it like first come, first serve? Invite so, everybody and then first 300 tickets for the comedy club, get it, and there's the urgency. So people are like, I'm in,
1: I'm in. Yeah, we definitely let people know we have our VIP clients, the ones that are sending us referrals and the ones that are giving us reviews on Zillow and Google, the ones that are you know, actually doing business with us or sending us people, we make sure they know that they're special and we let everyone else know, look, my friends know Jimmy's super petty. If you want to go on his houseboat trip, you better use him for real estate or at least don't buy anything and don't not use him because yeah. he'll totally cancel you out.
0: Or just make sure that he doesn't find out about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> so it's yeah, I mean, you just establish yourself as like, the, you know, look, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have the best network. Yeah, I do a lot of little things too. Like I'll just connect good people all the time. So like most of my friends are all connected in one way or another through me. And they know that that's how they met. I don't have to keep that alive. They know that their lives are, you know, better because I'm in their life. And they're going to want to keep that agent in their life if they know he's making, he or she is making their life a better place. Yep. We get a Suffer Santa thing where we give away, raising enough money to get Christmas to over 200 kids a few years ago. And, you know, we put it out on our Facebook. Hey, who in your family, who close to you would never ask, what neighbor would never ask for help but needs help? And we gave Christmas to over 200 kids. You give somebody's sister Christmas when their, you know, brother-in-law lost a job or their neighbor who they've seen struggling. You give your hero, dude. They're not using anyone else when it comes to sell their house. Yeah,
0: but you're doing it from. Uh, you're not. You're doing it from a position of gratitude, though, and you can see the 100%. passion in your in your own voice come out here. It's not like you're not just like holding these families and all this shit ransom. Like you're actually like this shit's near and dear to your heart.
1: If they don't, if I never sell another house, I still live in an amazing way because I get to spend all this time with people I love doing good things. So it's like, it's an incredible way to live and the reward that just comes. It's like Zig Ziglar says, if you really want to get what you want in life, just help everyone else get what they want. It's really true. Like, I don't have to worry about where the next deals come out. I know we'll have deals if I just keep living and doing this and, you know, benefiting other people's lives. So yeah, it's, a, it's just a fun way to live.
0: And it's not even a real estate thing. Folks, this is like what CEOs do. This is what mortgage brokers should do. Any referral-based business. I think real estate's got the most opportunity though because everyone's a client. It's not like if I'm a financial planner, not everyone's gonna invest in the 401ks or not everyone wants to see my TPS reports or not everyone wants to see any of that. Not everyone has an appetite. But in our business in real estate, everybody lives somewhere and everybody knows someone they can refer you to. That's why it's just a matter of building the brand, not with a bunch of strangers, but with the people you already know. Yeah. And they'll build your brand with strangers through a referral. Tell me how you started this in the beginning, because we get the part at the at the end, like it's great, but Jimmy did start there, guys. Okay. I went at the basics with something.
1: Yeah, no, I would do this. 2019's almost over. This gives you a perfect chance. You got two months. Sit down with a calendar of next year and map out exactly what you're going to do with your marketing. So see, like, okay, I'm gonna throw four parties this year. Here's when we're gonna do them. And then map out what your plan is going to be for each party. Are you going to do a mail out? Or are you going to be setting up a Facebook page? You for sure are going to be making phone calls to everybody. But then you got to find out how many people are going to be there. How much is it going to cost me? Now I need to figure out do I need one vendor, two vendors, or three vendors to partner with me. Like map it out. And then all of a sudden it's super simple. It's on the map sit down with your vendors, tell them what your plan and your strategy is. They'll be happy to pay for it, half of it or a third of it or whatever it is. Next thing you know, you've got your entire 2020 marketing plan. And now you can sit down and go, okay, now what is the correct way to use social media? What is good to post? What's not good to post? How often am I posting? How often am I going to Facebook Live? And you just schedule it all and start putting it in your calendar. Most people just don't do it by design. They think that social yeah. media is a toy. And I'm literally getting, I probably have closed 140 to 180 deals this year. We'll close my team that we got from social media. I'm not making that number up. Like this is such, I mean, you literally are better off using Facebook Live and Instagram stories than you would be to buy a commercial on the Super Bowl. Because the very people you're trying to market to are much more likely to see you on your own social media than they would at the Super Bowl. So you get eyeballs on everyone you want to see, but you got to map that out. Are you... You know, I know I'm going to be posting five to six times a week on Instagram. I know I'm going to be doing stories X amount of times per day. If I haven't done a Facebook Live in a couple of weeks, I start to go, crap, today's the day I'll map it out. That's all my to-do list. I'm doing a Facebook Live. I'm going to do a blog post. I'm going to be, you know, whatever that looks like. So you strategically know, like on my podcast, I have it up here on my wall. You can see I have the next three months planned out and all the guests in town and who I want to get on. And so it's all planned out. That's part of my marketing strategy. I know exactly where I'm going on everything. I'm doing. It's crazy that uh,
0: a little bit of planning isn't cost you time, folks. It saves you a lot. And it, what he's talking about is just running a consistent media calendar. So he probably knows the last week of every month is when his party takes place. That means the week before is his pre-party promo. The week yeah,
1: before is this... I make sure there's nothing in town going on to compete against me that day, right? And then I want to make sure like, I'm going to plan my vacations and I say, okay, if I, want to have, if I want to get 500 people on a vacation with me this year, what does that look like? I can get 70 to go here. I can get 40 to go to the cabin here. I can get 30 to go this weekend here. And then I start planning those trips. And I put them together. I'm not paying for everybody. I just simply yep. be the person that puts it together. Now I've been on vacation with 700 people this year and special things happen when you go to the house. Yep. You're putting yourself in the position to have more
0: conversations. I guess what a lot of agents, or anyone, like let's do Zillow for an example. What you're really buying is you're buying an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. That's really all you're doing. Yeah. Because And whether that conversation goes good or bad depends on how good you are on the phone, what mood that person's in that day at that very given time. You never know. But that's what we're doing. But I love this. Like You're you're just putting yourself in the position. You're creating events that attract attention, which makes you the most talked about topic at that event, and which also allows you to go out and shake all those different hands and have, I, I can only guess how many conversations you're having. Per event, but it's probably 100. Yeah. You know, easy those yeah. numbers. Yeah. Out of those 100 people, 15 of them are movie, 14, yeah. 14 of them.
1: All yeah, of them. I'm having, you know, for a movie, if I ran out a movie theater with 250 seats, for me personally, I'll probably sell 250. My team does another, whatever, 150, 200. I'm going to have 200 conversations at the theater. I'm going to have 110 conversations. I'll meet 40 or 50 new people. And then the follow up, I'm going to have 50 more conversations to thank people for coming. And then, boom, I just had, for the month, every conversation I need to have to get 20, 30 leads.
0: Yep, love it. Anything else you want to
1: share with us us today? People are so afraid to do these things. Here's the thing is we live in a world where if you do a Facebook Live and it sucks, Nobody cares. They just stop watching it. It's not like they go share it and tell everybody, oh my gosh, look how bad this guy is in this Facebook Live. Nobody cares. Like, they just move on. If you post something on Instagram that's stupid, nobody cares. They just move on to the next thing. If you throw a party that sucks, people might be like, yeah, that party wasn't that great. But it's not the end of the world. Like, they just went to a bad party. Who cares? So don't be afraid to do it because you don't think it's going to be very good. Like, just do it. Like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this all the time. Like, you get good at something by doing it. So fall on your face. My first firework event I ever did, I had 70 people show up. This last year I had 5,000. I've learned a couple of things. Like, I was running around trying to not get blown up lighting each firework myself year one. Cops came <laughs> to the street and tried to shut me down, you know, by this year's year nine or ten. And, you know, like we have, it's a full... The, city event by now you know and so like my point is is you're going to get good by doing it It you know it doesn't have to be perfect but just be consistent like you can't do one event and say that didn't work it's the consistency like anything you've got to just stick to it no matter what stay consistent and over time you get the result the deal I just sold two months ago that I you know got the biggest commission check in the state of Utah history that came from something where I met that dude 10 years ago and I hadn't sold him a house in 10 years but guess what all of a sudden after 10 years of a relationship you know i made more money in one deal 20 minutes of my time than i made in 2008 9 10 11 combined so you see how this can work over time people always say how much money you get from that event i'm like i don't know it's not it's a, not a tip for tat. i can't directly tell you how many leads this event versus that one's going right. to get but the consistency over yeah. time it works
0: you're 100% right. The biggest question I get for our video content is that everyone will ask me because what we're doing with video is very similar to what you are doing with your SOI. So we're creating community content for it. We're putting it in front of the SOI. But everyone always asks me, Mike, what's the ROI? What's the ROI? I don't know what the ROI because the truth is you don't know when these people come back and return to you. I don't know what made them, one, decide to call you that day they decided to move because nobody knows that form in anyone's head. Right. But I do know that, when, yeah, like you said, when you're consistent with, in communication. And you're consistent in your presence, then when you become the first person they think of, when they think of real estate, seventy two percent of people close with the first agent they meet with. Here's a good
1: way I put it, is if you went and got a Coke today at the gas station, if your buddy asked you which ad was it that made you want to buy the Coke, like that's totally stupid. It was a consistent effort by Coke over time that got me to buy into what I put Coke. Yep. It's the same thing on a smaller level or a more
0: community based level. Totally. That's a that's a very well put, exactly right. Dude, awesome, awesome stuff, man. Congrats to you and your success. Uh, usually at this time of the show, we want to give you the floor. Go ahead and let our listeners, folks, follow this dude on social at the very least, but let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and whatnot.
1: Yeah, yeah my Instagram is Mister Jimmy Rex. I just came out with a new book. I'm actually giving this away for free. Uh, I just paid for shipping hands called The Next Wave of Influence in Real Estate. What I did is I interviewed 100 of the top millennial real estate agents in the entire country. I put all their secrets, their marketing techniques, their habits, their daily routines in this book. And it was my way of kind of creating a, a mastermind that was served me when I was younger in the business um, in the form of a book. But if you go to my uh, pages, Mr. Jimmy Rex on my Instagram, I actually put a swipe up today. It's a free book, a hardcover copy of it. I just, you know, you just ask people to pay for the shipping, but that's a really good way to get a hold of me um, or just Google Jimmy Rex. I'm all over the internet and make myself pretty easy to find. So.
0: Very cool, man. Thank you for sharing that. Folks, that was probably one of our top five for sure. Uh, There's a lot of golden nuggets there. But at the end of the day, there's one message that stuck through that you should have gotten. And that is very simple. Consistently communicate and nurture the relationships you already have. And don't ever stop growing your book of relationships because you only hit your glass ceiling when you do. So it was an awesome, awesome show, bro. Uh, Thank you, folks, for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You know where to find me. Folks, let's get your video content strategy on. We'll do it all for you. I'll create a show name, We'll do the editing. We'll help you distribute it. Books. We'll do everything. It's very, very simple. Everything that Jimmy's talking about, we create media around your brand so that you become unforgettable in the same way he's having client parties. If you do both of them combined, it's very powerful. And You should always be doing this outreach with these client parties and whatnot. It is honestly one of the... It has always been my largest source of business is parties and networking and all of that. It's no doubt this is your source of success. But I've never met anyone that does client functions that said, I don't ever want to do one again. Have you?
1: No, it's the best, best way to live and do business anyway.
0: Totally agree. So folks, go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, TheRealEstateMarketingDude.com. Jimmy, it's been a pleasure, brother. Really, Thanks, really good friend. show. Love it. And uh, wish you all of the success. Likewise. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.